Hi, this is Jason from the band Wilson, and you're listening to the Classic Rock and Metal Podcast. Oh, that was cute. That was so, like, by the book. <laughs> hey, this is James Lasku from Wilson, and you're listening to the Classic Rock and Metal Podcast. Yeah! Ugh. Classic Rock and Metal. The next generation. New bands that sound a bit like older bands. What the hell is this? New bands that just love some of the older bands. And stuff. Oh, hell. It's just bands we think you'll dig, okay? Hello, hello, hearty headbangers, and welcome to another classic rock and metal podcast, Next Generation Show. I'm Ollie Barnes, and it is my indescribable pleasure, as always, to welcome you along to the podcast that brings you new bands that sound like the old bands, because they like the old bands. This week we get to grips with Wilson, who hailed from Detroit, Michigan, which of course also gave us the Alice Cooper Band all those years ago. Detroit has fallen on hard times of late and actually declared bankruptcy a couple of years ago, but is now bouncing back and the boys from Wilson won't have a word said against it. Just like any city, Detroit has its amazing pockets and its bad pockets. It's just the bad pockets are really big. <laughs> but I've spent so much time there and it's shaped me as, as a human being to the person that I am today that I am proud to shed a positive light on the city wherever I go. As well as their hometown, we discussed all the usual guff to get you acquainted with them. But before that, have a listen to them doing what they do. From the tastefully titled 2013 album Full Blast Fuckery, this is a romantic ballad in D minor, the saddest of all keys, and with no doubt a horn part in the full orchestral arrangement, the beautiful and haunting College Gangbang. The Classic Rock and Metal Podcast. The best ways to get your rock and metal fix anytime, anywhere. Join us now at ClassicRockPodcast.com. Oh, 
I'm uh, James Lasku. I play bass guitar, and I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I'm Jason Spencer. I play guitar in Wilson, and I'm also from Detroit, Michigan. Okay, now, how long have you, uh, have you guys been going? Uh, we've been a band for about seven years. I've been in the band for almost four years. I'm actually the newest, most recent member. Still the new guy. He's still the new guy. I'll always be the new guy, <laughs> I guess. Jason, uh, he's the original Yep, started the band uh, as a way to get some free beer in college. Which is as good a reason as any. Yep. <laughs> um, now, talk a bit about your upbringing. I've seen interviews before when you've talked about Detroit and uh, uh, certainly the way it is now and the way it was when you were growing up and uh, an influence that that's had and your background growing up uh, and your attitude towards stuff. So can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, me personally, my parents uh, emigrated to the United States from Romania, um, first generation born in the United States, and my grandfather and my grandmother, my father's parents, who um, both passed away like over 15 years ago now, they were professional ballet dancers. And um, in the early 70s, they opened the Lasco School of Ballet in Metropolitan Detroit, and uh, my grandfather choreographed and uh, directed every ballet, major ballet that was held in downtown Detroit, Detroit Opera House, Fox Theater, um, Masonic Temple, until he passed away in uh, 2003. And uh, I remember growing up as a small child, you know, three, four years old, going to these events all the time. I was spending a lot of time downtown with my parents. When, as I became older, when I was a young teenager, I started to go to all these blues bars and club hangouts that, you know, you're not allowed to go to as a child, but I had a fake ID, so I would just go everywhere. And that's how I started to learn how to play music. These seasoned blues guys in their 50s and 60s would hand me their guitars or their bass guitars, and I would put them upside down, because I'm left-handed, and I would start messing around, you know. And um, Detroit at that time, you know, circa 20 years ago, was a much more scary, dangerous place, I guess. But just like any city, uh, Detroit has its amazing pockets and its bad pockets. It's just the bad pockets are really big, <laughs> if you you know what I mean. And um, I spent a lot of time growing up in Detroit, messing around. Um, I even I, I had a bad stint with drugs at one point in my life, and I you know did a lot of bad things. But I moved past it. It's okay. I am the person who I am today because of it. There was a lot of uh, really fun. Um, I guess abandoned building parties that were always happening where they pay off the police to leave them alone and stuff like that. So I've never actually had my domicile in Detroit, but I've spent so much time there and it shaped me as, as a human being to the person that I am today that I am proud to shed a positive light on the city wherever I go. You know, and, and the neighborhood I grew up in, which was Southfield and Beverly Hills, is a good 10 minute drive from the actual city limit of Detroit. 
Um, so you've got good things to say about Detroit, which is which you don't hear a lot of so much. Absolutely. Yeah, I love I love my city. You know, I love it. And how about you, Jay? Growing up around Detroiters, you know, they they get up every day and they work for that day, and then they move on to the next one. It's all about like what can you complete by the end of the day, and uh, you know, growing up like my father started his own business and I've seen like the struggles that he's been through and like I always remember being younger and hearing the term uh we've got to really tighten this belt you know like like as a whole like the, the whole family making the decision and like escalating and getting through those times and then you know like the grass ended up being greener on the other side and it's awesome growing up around you know my old man hard-ass worker and it you know it definitely went down to me and like in this band in particular is you know anytime we're in those like Dark Corners is a band, you know, I remember those things of like tightening the belt and just, you know, keep your eyes forward, you know, no matter what, you gotta keep focused and just go with it. Um, I feel like that's, you see that around Detroit so much because of what the city's been through and it's definitely influenced us as people and as musicians as well. I look at the music that you guys produce now, I mean, this is not on the question sheet, but you're very much a kind of party out kind of guys. The videos are very much fun. Is that like, you kind of popping out of that sort of not repressed but that sort of background and sort of going you know have some fun you know it's 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 funny that you say that because a lot of people think just because you're from a, what appears to be a dismal place that you're gonna be a dismal band and sing about really depressing shit but because you're around depressing things all the time I feel like people that live in our area, in Michigan specifically, they love to have a good time. They just want to fucking forget about that shit for the night and just go balls out and have a great time. And that's something that came naturally for us as a band. You know, our ideas for videos, and ideas for our artwork and what we do, most of that time it's just us messing around. Like, would it be funny if we did this or that? Oh my God, that'd be so much fun. Like, it's us, like that's us. What you, what you see us do in the videos, we make that stuff up. There isn't a, a director or producer that makes this up. It's all us. Talking to some of the old guard, what do you think, it might, you say you were honored to be in classic rock. What do you think it is about the band that might appeal to the bands that were into maybe that fun aspect of the 80s bands, Van Halen, Motley Crue, anything specific that you can think of? All of us in the band individually have vast different influences of music, but we all come together specifically with 90s rock and 80s rock and metal and the music that our parents showed us growing up. You know, my parents loved Led Zeppelin and the Beatles and Black Sabbath. And um, with our band, it's it's really fun. It's like with Right to Ride, the song Right to Ride specifically, we started jamming that. Jason was messing around with this riff, and I was like, man, that sounds like ACDC. That's, that's cool, you know, man, that's cool. I showed it to my dad and he was like, that's fucking awesome, I love it. Like, awesome, then we're gonna, we're gonna use it, you know? So really, we, we love to pay homage to all of rock and roll in our music, you know? I can't say there's one specific band that we love more than another or one specific genre, it's just, it's all there. You know, we all just, we just love to pour it out there. It was pretty obvious to me listening to you first time out, if you like the old stuff, you'll, you'll get it. You know, yeah, you'll exactly. totally get it. Exactly, yeah. So where else have you been playing and who have you been playing with? 
with. Um, we were out with Hailstorm in the beginning of this tour, and the first time we came over here, we were out with Hailstorm, and they're excellent people, like the best people that we've ever toured with. So genuine, yeah. I mean, they treated us like family from day one. So what's your best story from the road so far, then, that you can tell? From this tour specifically? <laughs> Man, there's so many of them. Um, there's a few that pop into my head that are definitely not appropriate, but um, well, I mean, this one's kind of funny. We, uh, we've left our drummer, Pooey, multiple times, like, like total, uh, what's that, is it, is it, what's that movie, um, Almost Famous, where they leave, uh, is he the lead singer? Yeah, but yeah, we, we seem to leave our drummer pretty much everywhere. Yeah, we, we'll we stop for gas or, you know, to take a break for a little while and, <laughs> and he, he's just having a good he's just trying to get his quick cigarette in for the he's drive the and smoker, he's just like hey, smoker right. in the band and then uh he also we, we about an hour later we're like anybody see poop oh shit. we left him we left him and this one particular time we left him at a Wendy's I know we left him at a gas station and he didn't have his cell phone and his cell phone, cell phone was on silent yeah. was on silent so he, he went to a Wendy's try calling his cell phone he ended up going to a, uh, a local Public library, library. <laughs> and got on Facebook I guess this is when technology kind of won I guess but he got on Facebook and was able to message someone to message us <laughs> we, we were literally about an hour and yeah, a we, half. Yeah, we were an hour road. and a half away, yeah. And we were on our way home at the end of a tour, so we we made the drive home three hours longer than it should have been. The poor end. guy, as soon as we pulled up, he just looked so pissed off. Like, really? Again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it actually happened to me more recently. They forgot me at a gas station in the U.S., and I just thought they were fucking with me. You know, but luckily I had my phone with me and I called them like, "Yo, dudes, you forgot me." Yeah. Sounds like you need a checklist for the van, right? With the names that you can take off. Well, now we made it. Um, uh, it it's it's the rule. If you're the driver, you have to take roll call every, before no we leave. Time, no matter no what, 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 yeah, no matter what's going on. If you could, it's a difficult question. If you could pick one track for anybody who hasn't heard them before, maybe especially the people that like the old stuff, and say, "There you go, that's us in four minutes. Listen to that, and you'll know what we're all about." What would it be? Tough one. <laughs> this is a tough question. Uh, I'm gonna say, "Windows Down." Um, yeah, that's a good one. It pretty much captures like uh, it's a great story of the city. Um, you know, he talked. Chad talks about the freeway that we all know all too well about traffic jams, and pretty much the one that cuts right through the city. And uh, just musically, it kind of captures everyone. Yeah, musically, really, it, it captures a lot of the different styles of rock and roll that we love. And it, and it's, I'm sure all of you guys know because you're all rock guys. It's all it's pentatonic, loose scale <laughs> rock riffs. I mean, you can't go wrong with it, you know. So it's, it's got some. In, him and I, especially, we're a big fan of Breathing Room. Like, let the drums kind of speak a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, that song is, just grooves really well to me, and I think it. When people hear it, when they hear the old stuff in that song, I think there's a nice uh, mesh going on. Always good when there's a nice mesh going on, isn't it? And in a minute, I'll play Windows Down from Wilson's 2015 Right to Rise record. But before that, just a reminder that our regular classic rock and metal podcast show happens monthly and features brand new and exclusive interviews with classic bands from back in the day. And our classic rock and metal archive show features archive interviews from the 80s to take you properly down memory lane. All our shows are available on iTunes, Podomatic, and always at ClassicRockPodcast.com, and we'd be thrilled if you listened to any or all of them. 
Here then is Windows Down from Wilson, and until next time, be good. Hercules, the DJ, his bad self. It's seven rock and roll degrees on WLSN, right here in the Motor City. Next up to warm the cockles of your black little hearts, it's a new one from our very own Wilson. Dicks up, windows down, and here comes that sweet, sweet fuckery sound. (laughs) 